Hello folks, welcome to the Video Production Academy podcast. I'm absolutely delighted to be joined by Paige Killian today. Now Paige is from everythingwithstyle.com and she tells me that her podcast even is now in 77 countries, which to the say the least is just a touch aspirational. Yeah, say it again. Well, we're just starting out. We're brand new. You know, this is episode three. So this is really early days. Yes. You know what? This is totally a surprise to me that this is happening to me. And I started and I remember my episode three as well. And you just wait, Lee. You've got amazing stuff to offer. People are going to love your podcast. Oh, thank you so much. What I would like you to do first, if you will, though, is to tell us a little bit more about what it is that you do and who you are. Oh, sure. So I'm Paige Killian. I'm the creator of Everything With Style. It's a professional organizing company that I started after I had been doing a little organizing on the side for some of my tutoring students and their family. So I was a teacher for many years. Between 13 and 15 years, I lose track because I did so many extra things after I actually had my classroom. And I just decided that Anytime I would go into a kiddo's space and we would do tutoring after school, I wanted their space to be really conducive to learning. And a lot of times, you know, we were thrown into their bedroom or we were maybe downstairs in another area that the parents thought would be more quiet, but it would kind of be like the storage area or the kids craft and homework area and stuff was all over the place. And I thought, if I can't concentrate, how will this child concentrate? So I have always loved organization and I just decided when I had a second child, I wanted to start my own business to have a little bit more freedom and flexibility and uh, wanted to keep that teaching part of me there. But I really wanted to go into people's homes, into that intimate environment and they were trusting me enough to be able to organize their space. It was really working for them. So I built a business on that and, and then started a podcast on it. So what age range were you teaching when you were in the classroom? So when I first started out, I was a kindergarten teacher. Loved those little four, five, and six-year-olds and had so much fun. And let me just tell you, they taught me more than I taught them. No question. So uh, I actually credit them a lot. We could talk about this later, but I credit them a lot with the discovery of the three E's philosophy, which is what my business is based on now. So I'll tell you that in a little bit, but I started teaching kindergarten and then I had my daughter and I took a little break for a bit. And then I went back and I started teaching second grade for a while. So it's really elementary school. So the teeny tinies. You got to make money to pay the bills, but I could have just lived on hugs they, you know, they paid me in hugs every day. I lived for it. Probably quite <laughs> sticky hugs, remembering little people. Yes. Absolutely. There were a lot of days that I said, did, did we wash our hands with soap? Can we go back to the bathroom and try that one more time? <laughs> I love it. What stage did you start to use videos? Well... I mean, I feel like my family actually grew up all videoing, you know, with the big gigantic camera our whole lives. So we have some really fun videos that we still have on what cassette tapes. What are they called? The big, huge. Yeah. It'd be video cassettes. 
yeah. the VHS is, you know, so the VHS is huge. So you gotta have the huge camera. So we always grew up having, you know, the, the camera on us. I was a theater major in college. And even before that, I loved performing on stage. So we have all those old home videos. So I was very used to being in front of the camera, total ham. And I loved it. My kids go back and forth. Sometimes they're similar. Sometimes they want a little more privacy, but we're all kind of hammy over here. And so I loved video and I loved going back and watching the video and just having those memories. And so when I started my actual business, when I was done teaching and I decided to take teaching to kind of a different level and teach how to organize, I thought I need to make sure that I'm putting out some video content for people to actually see it, for this to be visible, because I think that really inspires a lot. So I think it was really right before I left teaching, I started doing just the half days because I would go home and be with my son half day. It was like one o'clock. I would leave the school. Everybody else would be having lunch and I would be sitting in the car parking lot and doing a quick Facebook live about whatever I was about to go organize next, just to give people an idea of what I was off to do. And I started getting people, you know, commenting like, oh my gosh, show us the pictures after when you're done. I need to do that. You know, so in that way, video was very powerful. So I really think in my business started with those Facebook lives. That's amazing. Do you have a um, platform of choice now? Instagram. I think Instagram is where it's at. I'm having fun with those silly little reels. I love them. They're catchy. I can easily go down that reels rabbit hole and watch what everybody else is doing and just crack up and be entertained. Right. So I love that. I love how you can say so much in a, like a few seconds in a video. And sometimes my best performing reels are really concise and short and it's like a quick laugh or it's a quick bit of education or a bit of entertainment and those will get replayed over and over and over again for people to kind of see like like what does she just do that happened so fast and she'll you know they'll repeat it I think is what's happening so those I think are really again video is powerful I think that those really sell they really help my business because it's just a little glimpse and then people want more and they start to I think go toward my website and finding more things that I offer and services that I offer. I think reels definitely lend themselves more to the extrovert personality because I see people going on and they will dance or they will move. And I'm a complete and utter introvert and anything I do just looks so awkward that (sighs) mine are just very informational. Here, have some information. (laughs) And I haven't yet loosened up enough to do that. You know, I hear you on that. And I think the nice thing is that they have all that music that you can put back behind. I definitely think music really evokes emotion. So I think that's kind of a nice thing that you can insert. They now have the ones where you know, it'll already say the message for you. So even if you don't want to be the one to talk, you know, there might be like a funny little message or something or informative. And then you're kind of in the back, just being your introverted, just like smiley self, you're beautifully, you totally light up the screen. I'm seeing you right now with all of your gorgeous butterflies in the background that we were talking about too. But, you know, just having that and just, you know, if you're not an extrovert, which I feel like that would definitely be something that describes me. But if you're not, I think, you know, pull in that music. Let that do the work for you. Now, that sounds like a plan. I think I'll have to give that one a shot for sure. Would you say that Instagram is the platform that's had the most impact for you then? 
I do. You know, I said I started on Facebook and I think Facebook stayed a little bit more of my personal connections. And, you know, you can sort of say more and do more that's lengthier there. And then Instagram sort of is just those quick sound bites or those quick photos that has a short caption, sometimes a little bit longer in the caption, but usually it's a bit shorter and to the point. And so I think for business, people tend to go there for me more. At least that's what I've found. I mean, I definitely have a presence still on Facebook, but I think there are other organizers who do a great job really working with Facebook as well, because they maybe sort of teach classes and do a little bit more in that respect. And that's kind of like what I think I was doing in those early days as well, when I would get on the Facebook live. So I definitely still feel like there's value there, but seems to be Instagram for me. I'm not quite sure why exactly that is, but I'm going to stick with it. It's really interesting because everybody I speak to has a platform of choice. And so you get people that completely understand Instagram or at least get to grips with it. And there's other people I speak to that, you know, totally are into YouTube. And personally, I'm more Facebook because it's where I feel most at home. But it's really interesting Mm -hmm. how everybody has something that they gravitate towards. And that's their thing. Yes. And I'm glad you brought up YouTube because I think the only reason I didn't lead with that is I'm so on my podcast these days that has really taken off. And I absolutely love it. I started my podcast, which is the mom's organization motivation podcast. I started that when it was April, 2020. It was when we were all on lockdown because I could no longer go into people's homes to organize their space. And so I was like, Oh gosh, what am I going to do? I want them to still think of me when they think I need to get organized. And when we were all living on top of each other at home, we need to get organized more than ever before. And so I decided to start the podcast so that way I could at least be in people's, you know, earbuds while they were homeschooling their kids. And, and by the way, I was a teacher for all those years. And let me just tell you, Lee, I was like, this homeschooling thing is not for the faint of heart. All right. I need a classroom, Lee. I could have, I had 26 kindergartners and I had more control than I did with my two littles at home, trying to homeschool them online with this hybrid learning with the teach. I was like, this is for the birds. I am not here for this. Okay. This is not what this, you know, old school teacher (laughs) was used to. So I bow down to those teachers, but once the podcast really took off, because I think people were enjoying having access to that information. And of course, a little entertainment too, because we were talking about what was going on on the home front. I think that was super relatable to the moms who were listening. But I just thought, you know, I'm such a visual learner. We talked about me being an extrovert and a theater major and loving reels. I thought, I want to bring this to YouTube. So that is a new platform that I'm exploring and I'm really excited about it. I have the amazing Simon Gould from the podcast boutique who's helping me with the video production. He is incredible. If you guys are looking, you know, to like find something else to do, he's got some fun, exciting things to watch. And he's helped me a lot because while I love being on camera and I feel like it's a valuable avenue for me to share stuff, I am not the tech guru. And so I definitely need help in putting all of that together. Like I totally think the things that you do Lee are just outstanding, the video production quality and all the kind of stuff that you think about that is just, it's lost on me. I'm so impressed. So how would you say that lockdown affected your business? Well, that's an interesting question because I think there were pros and cons 
which I think that a lot of people could probably say about their business and their personal life for the lockdown, because we found some little hidden blessings, even in all of that crazy, uncertain time. So while I couldn't be face-to-face and in the homes of my clients, that was definitely detrimental to my business. I knew that there had to be some way to still stay relevant and for them to think of me as the person they wanted to go to if they needed that. And so I think that with the podcast being born and then seeing the success of the podcast grow so quickly in the last year and a half, I mean, I think that was a huge benefit to my business. And I don't know that I would have started that. It was something I had thought about a little bit before, but that was really the push I needed because I was at home. I had to come up with something to save my business. If I had gone all that time without seeing people and being able to be in their homes, I think I would have lost a lot of clients, but because of the podcast and now even it being a little more visual with taking those most downloaded podcast episodes and turning them into videos so people can see the transformations, the before and afters of what it is I'm speaking about. I think that's been huge for my business. So in that way, I'm actually grateful for the pandemic. Shh, don't tell anybody. Secret safe with me. When we did the, you told me about a video that you did about the container store. Yes. So I just got chills. You just <laughs> said my, my favorite place on earth. Oh my goodness. My girlfriends and lots of people actually that see my stuff, they always tease me because they're like, okay, really Paige is the container store, your Disneyland. I mean, I think when we think about the most magical place on earth, you know, the happiest place on earth, Disneyland, Disney world. And for me, it's the container store walking in. I did, I did a YouTube video on this recently. You have to check it out. It's by the way, my YouTube is the same as my podcast, which is mom's organization motivation. And it's M O M. When you walk in, you are either going to be the person who is completely overwhelmed by aisles and mountains of sky high containers. And you're like, what the heck do I do with these things? I have clients and friends who message me all the time. Okay, Paige, you really love this place. So I came here. I'm so overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. I have to go. I can't do this. I need you to come shopping with me. When I walk in, it takes my breath away. I'm like, oh, hi, girls. How are you? It's like they're there to greet me and help me. And we have a relationship and I just walk right up to those bins and I'm like, I have big plans for you. You know, like you are going to make this client so happy. And then sometimes I do a little shopping for myself on the side because I just get so excited. So anyway, I walk in and the employees, if I don't have my kids with me, they're like, where are Duke and Isabel? What, what do you mean they're at school? Like, why are they not in here? You know, they're my little sidekicks that go in with me all the time. So, you know, definitely become friends with the people who work there. So yes, I had to take you along uh, on that journey with me from my house in the car, talking about what I was very excited about checking out and then going in and have some little voiceovers to kind of show you some of the things that I, you know, was really excited about picking out. And then Eventually, we'll have a YouTube video, of course, of actually seeing those things in clients' homes. So it's a good time. That was one of my favorite videos so far. So if I remember rightly, one of your little people, shouldn't probably call them little <laughs> yeah. people, because my, my little person is nearly as tall as I am now. He's 13 and five foot 10, and it's just like ridiculously <laughs> tall. So I shouldn't say little people because your children might not be that small. But mm-hmm. one of your children is uh, a video maker in the making. 
yes, do you know what? After this is over, I'm going to have to send you one. So the nice thing is that they have all of these great apps now that make things so user-friendly. That's great for the, you know, non-techie like me. So she can run circles around me in video production department. She's so great. And she's so visual. She's just like so smart. I can't even handle it. And yes, by the way, my littles, they're, they're forever going to be bigs because my husband is six foot six. I'm barely over five feet. So we look ridiculous together. I mean, you should see us like walking hand in hand down the beach because that's a ridiculous silhouette. And my children are all going to be taller than me really quickly. They're, they're seven and 11 and it's just going to be a blink of an eye and they're all going to be towering over me because they want to catch up with dad. But yeah, she's great at it. She hopped on the other day. I was, I was actually having a, a women's business conference. I was hosting just a small one, had some friends in business over and we had some great stuff to discuss. And just in that short amount of time, my daughter came downstairs and said, Hey, look, I just created this video. And it was hysterical. She basically took all of these really bad angle shots. She went through all the videos or the videos too, but the uh, photos that should have been deleted, you know, the ones that need to immediately get deleted because we all look terrible in them. And she found all of those and edited them together. And we were rolling, Lee, rolling. And she put funny music to it and had like captions pop up and say like, don't be embarrassed. It happens to all of us. You know, it's like the double chin, the side eye, the, you know, wiping your nose, the rolling your eyes. I mean, she got it all. Nothing gets past her. It was so funny. I'm like, okay, this is hilarious. Also don't ever show anyone that. So embarrassing. I, see it. <laughs> I know I have to send it to you because you know, you, you got, you got to share that goodness. It's, it's epic. She did a great job. I think it, it really, it brings up an important point though, because I think a lot of people don't get going with video because they're concerned with how they're going to look on screen and how they sound. And so they never get over that barrier. And one of our greatest joys with the videos that we produce is the bloopers. It's the outtakes. Yes. I made it very clear to Simon when we worked together and we started doing YouTube, I said, please, if I do something dumb, which is just part for the course, that's always going to happen on every video. If I stumble, if I, whatever, I'm like, I want you drawing an arrow to it. Case in point, Lee, if you watch that container store video on YouTube where I'm driving there and I'm talking about all the different things, I mounted my phone. I just got this for Christmas. I got a little mount that hooks on your car vent. And so I had mounted my phone for the first time. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to talk to the camera while I'm driving and say, this is what I'm, you know, obsessing about right now that I'm so excited about. And I'm on a mission to find. I was paying attention to driving as I should be right. And being safe. And I didn't realize until after the fact, and I'd gone on and on that there was this green light. He called it a flare. I call it a glare. I think he has like the correct, the green lens flare, you know what I'm talking about? That was bouncing off of the sun coming in. And I literally for like the first minute and a half of talking, have this green blob and it just bounces as my car drive goes over my mouth, hangs out and moves across my face. I was like, well, I don't want to lose that valuable information 
you know, introduction to the video, let's just totally make fun of it. And now that's one of the funniest parts of the video. So it's just like lean in. I, listen, half my hair is still wet in the back right now. I confess to Lee. I said, I had to get the kids ready and, you know, downstairs and settled. So I blew the front half of my hair dry and the back of my hair is totally wet. Whatever. Let's get on camera and let's totally blow my cover and talk about it. It's fine. Just do it. It's a relatable that way, I think. Absolutely. Ben and I were doing the welcome video for the website and we uh -huh. had our script and it was fine. And I set off and went, hi, I'm Lee from the Video Production Academy. And Ben went, hi, I'm Ben. Well, I am terrible for giggling. I am the world's worst giggler. So I set off laughing and he just looked at me and say, what? I went, I'm good. I'm okay. I'm okay. So we did it again. And he did it again. Hi, I'm Ben. So I set off and he's like, what? I went, you sound like a TV presenter. And he went, no, if it was that, I'd be like, hi, I'm Ben. Well, that was it. I was gone. And I think that was probably one of our most popular videos was the hi, I'm Ben outtakes. And we yes. need t-shirts with hi, I'm Ben on it. And I mean, not so you much. should. Oh. I just want to know when my t-shirt is going to arrive. Let me know where <laughs> I send payment for that. I'd like a hi, I'm Ben one. I might have to get one for Simon too. He'd so appreciate it. Well, the way that it's taken off is the guys that work now, they come in the office and they actually just enter the office and go, hi, I'm Ben, they make this grand entrance, which is just so funny. And he's like, he's become his own meme. Yes, yes, exactly. I love it. I, you know, honestly, I think that's what's so great about video too, is you don't have to be a professional and people are loosening up so much on there as well. And the banter back and forth is so good because we realize we just don't have to be perfect because that's not relatable. So I, I love it. I think it's great. If anybody listening is struggling with worrying about how you're going to look or sound, I can just tell you, I'm a Southern girl from Tennessee. My accent, my accent is horrific sometimes. I mean, like, let me get off the phone with my mom or take me to happy hour. And the accent is just out of control. Okay. I can walk into the room and say something to my husband. And he's just like, were you just on the phone with your mom? <laughs> yes. It's crazy. And I've just learned to embrace it because now people will talk to me about when you were saying that thing and you just said it so, you know, country. So like you're so Southern or whatever. And I, I've just learned to embrace it. Just forget it. It's fine. It's going to be fine. I think you have to. I and mean, I, I know for me that I spent a long time not getting in front of the camera because of my accent. And it's one of those things. And now the majority of my work is US based. And it's really funny because my accent is Northwest England. It's what we would call working class. It's flat caps and whippets. And, and so in, in this country, it's like I say, it's very working class, but I speak to people overseas and they love it. They're just like, your accent's so cute. And I'm like, seriously? But you go with what you've got, you know, and, and if it makes it so people like it because it's quirky, then I'll, you know, let's go with it. Absolutely. And I'm just going to say right now, I think your accent is absolutely beautiful. I, that's what I'm talking about is when I start speaking on your show, I'm just thinking people are going to be like, this girl is like backwards crazy. And, and I come from there and that's totally fine. I'm, I'm all for it now, but I listen to your accent and I'm like, Oh, 
It's just, it's so lovely. I could listen to it all day. Just have, I'm just going to have you record yourself. Well, this is what your podcast is going to be for me. Now you're going to be like the lovely lullaby that I have each night. Although you're going to be so interesting and your guests are going to be so fun to listen to. I don't think I'll fall asleep. No, maybe um, <laughs> no, that's a side hustle. Perhaps, you know, Lancashire lullabies could be, could be. Exactly. However, we digress. You mentioned earlier on about the three E's. Can you tell me a little more about that? Sure, I can. And I told you, I totally credit, well, I credit my kindergartners and my sweet friend and business coach, Kelly Mobeck, for the creation of that. So in 2015, my husband and I talked about me starting this business and wanting to turn it into a business instead of something that I was just doing when I would go, you know, hang out at kids' houses and, and friends' houses. I mean, I would go over and would be in their closet in two seconds, then be like, oh my gosh, my closet's such a mess. And I'm like, don't worry. I got plans. <laughs> Let me just, you know, give me a glass of champagne or a little tequila and uh, let's go. And so it, that was so much fun. Well, now I can't drink on the job because I'm actually being paid for it. So that's unfortunate, but it's fine. So <laughs> those cute little kindergartners, what I realized is we would go from the you know playground to into the classroom and it would be a total disaster if I didn't give them some simple steps to get from one place to the other quickly, efficiently, without feeling overwhelmed or stressed and just get on to the next thing. And so I started realizing I was doing this really not even paying attention to it, but I would give them three simple steps. And then once they accomplished those, I'd give them three simple steps to do the next thing. So we'd be outside and the kids would be playing after lunch, for example, at recess, and they'd all have their little snack and lunch bags, you know, lined up on the curb. And so I would call them in and I would say, grab your lunch bag, go to the bathroom and then sit on the carpet or something along with that. So that way, once we got to the carpet, they weren't raising their hands saying, I need to go to the bathroom. I need to go to the bathroom. And they wouldn't be saying, I, I left my you know, lunch bag outside or whatever. It was like three simple steps. So they do that. We come to the carpet. I teach the lesson. And then I would give them three more. I would say, okay, go to your table group, write your name on your paper. Look at me. So I know you're ready three easy steps that are not going to be overwhelming, right? So as I'm telling my business coach over mimosas, because what else in 2015, that I wanted to start a business and she and I were listing like, what do you love? What are things that you enjoy? And like teaching, organizing. So that turned into, okay, well, if we turn that into a business, what's going to set you apart from other people? And I said, well, you know, with teaching, like I always do things in three steps. And I said, I kind of feel like that's what I want to do. I want to keep it simple. Cause usually when I go to people's homes, they feel really overwhelmed and they won't even start. And then they'll just live in that disorganization for a really long time. And they'll just like hate that mail pile or they'll hate that area where all the clothes go to die, you know, on the chair in the side of the room, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and they won't even start and it just piles up and makes people crazy. And so as we were talking, she said, well, you should name those three steps. If you're going to do that, you should name them. So we just started throwing things around. We got to the first two that were essentials. Like what's your essential thing that you want to get done in the space? Focus on that, your priority, your enhancement. That's going to make that better, or it's going to add style to it or something value. And then we kept getting stuck on that third one. And that's when Kelly said extras. And I was like, yeah, these are just like, that's like the cherry on top where you really, you know, 
make the space like that's the ending point where it's just like your ultimate goal, you know? And so I started going into people's homes and I started saying, okay, let's focus on our three E's. And they're like, what's that? I'm like, your essential that you want to happen, your enhancement and your extras. And that was the formula. People just really seem to latch on to that. And they're like, oh my gosh, that's so much better than the laundry list of things that I was going to give you of things I wanted to see happen in the space. Hey, listen, I love this. And that's overwhelming for me. Let's break it down to those three things. And then once we do that, we'll pick three more. So that way you're constantly moving forward a little bit. And people really latch on to this other thing that I talk about. I can't take credit for it, Lee, but it's the 1% rule. But I talk a lot about, you know, sometimes even that the three simple steps, the three E's philosophy, sometimes that's even too much. I just need to stick with focusing on 1% better. Open one letter in your overwhelming mail pile. Deal with one letter, you know, go over and pick up one thing off of that chair and go hang it up or put it in the laundry because it's all about leaning in and just beginning that process that we sometimes will hold us back. So, you know, for example, if people are listening and they're like, well, I want to start doing video, well, pick your three E's, pick what is your essential thing, you know, maybe that you're wanting to get accomplished in that. What's going to add style or value? What's that extra? Like, are you going to have like fireworks going off in the background? Are you going to have like awesome captions where people have links that they can go to, to work with you later, you know, whatever, focus on that. And if that feels overwhelming, think 1% better. What's the first thing I can do today? Well, I'm, I'm too scared to get on Facebook live. So I'm just going to turn my camera around and I'm in a video just a minute of saying, hi, I'm Ben. And then post it. Like what you could be a t-shirt and a meme in five minutes, just do it. I think one of the things to bear in mind with doing something like Facebook Lives is because Facebook is free, you can create a Facebook group of one. So you Mm -hmm. can have a test group where you can go live in that and then watch yourself back. So you can hone your skills and you can practice in there before you actually put it out to the rest of your audience, as it were. And if you have a couple of business besties that you trust, you can get them into the group as well. So then they can see your work. And it's a great way of practicing in a safe space before you put yourself out there. That's a brilliant idea. I think that's great. It's so simple as well. It's just really easy. And it means if you're using new software or uh, new equipment, then you can trial that in that space as well. So I, I have different cameras and I have different mics and things because I'm a total gadget fiend. You get a gadget come out. I'm like, ooh, nice. Let's try that out. So it gives me a safe space where I can do this before putting it out into the real world where it doesn't always go to plan. Oh, I think that's such a great idea. My husband would love that. He's such a gadget guy too. Yesterday when I was trying to record a podcast episode Mm -hmm. and I still have my old laptop and he has gotten me a new beautiful laptop and suddenly I didn't have any space or any storage and I brought it downstairs and I'm like, babe, what am I supposed to do? And he's like, "Um, perhaps use that nice, shiny, bright new laptop that I got you. Can we talk about that? And I'm just, I'm like, I'm too scared. I need you to hold my hand and do this together. We all have our strong suits. Well, absolutely. And and we all have things that we're scared of, which really we shouldn't be scared of. Right. Exactly. Like, what do we have to lose? Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> and there is our sound bite for this podcast. Just do it. 
<laughs> Absolutely. I think we might have to pay Nike for that, but let's, you know, try, let's see what happens. Ah, <laughs> oh, shucks, maybe not then. How can people connect with you? Oh, uh, well, we talked about Instagram. I'm at everything with style mom on Instagram. Got to bring it back to the moms. And hey, listen, dads can get organized too. So don't be afraid. You can check it out there as well. And then the podcast is the mom's organization motivation podcast. YouTube is mom's organization motivation. And if you forget that, you can just type in Paige Killian. It'll pop up and you can always find me at everythingwithstyle.com. And that's going to have all of that stuff in one spot. Well, we'll pop all of that in the show notes so people can uh, connect with you there. It's been an absolute joy and a pleasure to speak to you today. And I think really we could just sit here all day and to use a good Scottish term, blether. <laughs> but I think, yes, I need to let you get back to your kids. I mean, do I have to? Because you're really fun. But OK. <laughs> well, really, oh, you should. God. You may okay. find that you've got like bits of house missing otherwise, you know. Maybe I should go downstairs. You know, it's always when they're too quiet that you oh, really need yes. to work. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> so thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. And I look forward to seeing all the fun things that you've got coming. 